Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning into the Big Honker Podcast. The past couple of months have been some amazing growth, and we appreciate every single one of you. Please go check out our YouTube channel, Big Honker Podcast. It's super easy to find. Uh, all of our episodes go up on it, and the first family of waterfowl is up on our YouTube channel, the Big Honker Podcast. Go check out no, season subscribe. one. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. Season one, because season two, we are filming now. We will be filming season two, episode two, next week. Okay, here we go, folks. If you're going to go hunt ducks, any kind of waterfowl, you're hunting dove, you might as well be shooting the best. Shoot boss. Go unleaded, folks. Boss is the way at bossshotshells.com. Reach out to the mad scientist over there. They've got it going on. It's the best stuff in the world. I've been waterfowl hunting for basically 50 years now, probably 47 to be exact. 47 years, and it's like I'm going back in time because when you hit them with boss, it's like shooting lead back in 1974. So anyways, go check them out at BossShotShells.com. Also, go check out Dive Bomb Industries for all of your silhouette needs. Uh, I got this question a lot. How many do it? What's the minimum amount of silhouettes that I need to have a successful hunt? If you're hunting lesser specs, it's 50 dozen. That's the number. Dive Bomb has made it extremely cost efficient to have a lot of decoys. And they pack up nice and neat. You always got to get the bags. Keep your trailer looking clean, looking fresh all season long. Uh, you can't go wrong with anything that dive bombs. What's sells. what's dive bombs? What's it run for five dozen? Uh, three fifty. They might have gone up. Might be let's like say four hundred. Let's say it's four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars for for. So, so you're gonna need four thousand dollars for four thousand dollars. Four of your buddies can chip in. Everybody throws in a thousand dollars, and you got a lesser spread to yep. rival anybody else's. Works perfect. It's easy to put up. It's easy to store. No problem at all. It's divebombindustries.com. And check out their floaters if you hunt a lot of ponds. So. Go check out the boys at Pacific Custom Calls. They have made my favorite call in the entire planet, the BA Lesser Call. It is a screamer. It feels good in my hand, and it rips. So they've also got a promo code. If you want to save a little bit of money, which who doesn't, use the promo code BHP25. You can save 25% off at checkout. They've got the best duck call on the market with the PCD, and uh, their spec calls are out of this world. They have two spec calls that you can choose from, the 530 which is one that I really like. And they also brought, they launched a brand new speckle belly call, the BBS. It's a board out speckle belly call. It is easy to run and it sounds phenomenal. So check them out, pacificcustomcalls.com. You can look them up on Instagram, Pacific Calls, and use that promo code. It's there for a reason, BHP25. Also, check out the boys over at, or the man over at Gun Dog Outdoors, Mr. Alex Langbell. Alex is in Canada shooting the piss out of the oh birds my, at me right he's now. He's wearing my speckle bellies out. There's not going to be any specs down here this year. He's going to he's he'll have killed them all. But you need the field trauma kit in your pickup truck and in your blind bag. It's got everything that you need to stitch a wound, stop some bleeding. Alex is a retired first responder, so everything in the field trauma kit is what you're going to need. Also, I like the quick release system. I latch Lou in, and it's got just a little pulley whenever I'm ready to send them. Pull that off of him, and away he goes. And then when he comes back, just hook him back up. Keeps him safe and out of the line of fire. So if you've got a dog that breaks, or even if you have a dog that doesn't break, and you want to prevent an accident from happening, check out the quick release system. He's also got check cords. He's got uh, food and water bowls. He's got it all. So check him out, Gundog Outdoors. And we're brought to you by Jeff Stanfield Approved Shin Gear Waiters. I'll just let you take this one, Jeff. I busted out the waiters this time for the yeah. first time in probably 20 years, 25 years. I've never seen you in waiters, so it's been Mate, that long. Twenty Over 25 years. Most comfortable waiters I've ever worn for sure in my life. 
The thing that was the comfort was the easy to get in and easy to get out. Nothing worse than putting on a pair of waders. I'm telling you right now, especially if you've got a, a belly. If you got a little muffin top going on, little, waders little are pooch. a pooch. Well, even a big pooch. Waders, the bigger the pooch, the harder it is to get them on. Pain in the ass to put off and on. These got a zipper on them. I mean, whoever's ever thought about putting a zipper in the damn waders? You unzip them, you put them on, you zip it back up. The boots get on perfect. When you get done, you zip it down a little bit and you just kind of push the boot and they come right off. The best most comfortable waders on the market. It's a once-in-a-lifetime investment. You buy them once, you don't ever have to buy them another pair the rest of your life at shingearwaders.com. Because they have a guarantee that they will stand behind their product for as long as you stand in them. So if you put a hole in it, you send them back, they fix it and send it right back to you. So customer service is unmatched. Also brought to you by the boys over at Lucky Duck. And the ladies, I guess I should say, too. i got to quit saying just the guys. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of women out there. A little, little chauvinistic. It's dove season here in Texas. It is teal season here in Texas. And let me tell you, they got spinners for everything. Uh, dove, duck, uh, they got goose flappers, which are good for later in the year. Uh, but right now we're focusing on dove. And I tell you what, six, seven of those dove spinners out there, and they, they the dove will commit like ducks. It is fa- It's fascinating to watch. Um, they've also got one of the best blinds on the market, the two by four blind. Um, if you're a predator hunter, they've got stuff for you, uh, as far as e-collars and stuff. So kind of, uh, they got, they got a wide variety of, of things that you can buy. So you should check them out at luckyduck.com. And if you're needing motion of some sort, and my favorite product of 2022 is the Lucky Duck Swimmer HDI. You put it on the water and it looks like a duck swimming in your decoys. So, unrivaled motion got a good looking wake on it and it looks fantastic i cannot wait to use it this year that is at luckyduck.com also brought to you by logan and rebel over at looking glass duck club podcast all you got to do is go to their patreon type in the looking glass podcast donate to their patreon account and you will have access to their entire library and we have a giveaway going on with them and details to follow uh it's going to be for a a three man three a three man goose hunt Three-day goose hunt, six-man. Six-man, so, three-days goose hunt, lodge and meals come in on Sunday, leave on Wednesday, get a hangout with Logan Pite, the legend himself, Mr. Oakland Raider, Las Vegas Raider, Mr. Owen 2 Raiders, matter of fact, at that deal at this point. Him time. and I are big Raiders fans. They're big Raiders fans, big, big, big Raiders fans. So check them out at Looking Glass Duck Club Just go podcast. to go to their Patreon, and it'll just type in their podcast, and away you go. And if you want to be comfortable this hunting season, need to do it in the Stanfield stool made by Alpha Outdoor Industries. And they've also got a blind caddy coming up for your favorite two-by-four blinds. There you go. A hook onto your A-frame blind, and then you can keep all of your stuff uh, right there in front of you. The Stanfield stool is phenomenal. These guys are a machine shop, so if you've got an idea for a product that you think that the waterfowl world needs to see, I highly suggest that you get a hold of them, and they can mock up whatever uh, crazy idea you might have. So uh, the Stanfield stool, can't wait to use it. Also, we're brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey, Mr. Brandon Bing. Uh, he has crafted a delicious taste in whiskey along with making some outstanding music. Uh, Bangtail Whiskey is not for the faint of heart. Bangtail embodies the select few who believe in hard work and relish in the opportunity to take a step back to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Whether relaxing for a midweek swaller or communing on the weekend with quality people, Bangtail is sure to provide a truly unique and tasteful experience time and time again. With deep southern roots, Bangtail provides a first-class, handcrafted whiskey experience. Pour a jigger of Bangtail and enjoy. Must be 21 years or older. Brought to you by our good friends at Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. If you need a hunt, 
camping trip, <laughs> buy a canoe, go to Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. No, seriously, folks, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Me and Tony started this business 30 years ago. Proud to be in the business 30 years. Proud to be at Knox and Haskell County, Texas. If you're looking for a waterfowl hunt, I do have the week before Thanksgiving, I have an opening on Monday, Tuesday of the days before Thanksgiving, and I think I have those the, are primo dates, oh, by the way, premium days. And I and I have a couple of days still. I have the week before Christmas, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday before Christmas. I have room for one spot. So, anyways, both of those dates, six people, private party. We can shoot geese, ducks, cranes, anything you want to do. Lodging meals, pheasants, wild hogs. Uh, not even we do a domestic hog, I guess, if you wanted one. Anyways, give us a call, 940-658-3172 at Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. And every morning at Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, we start off with Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee's not the duck, it's going to suck. The Missouri Boat Ride Blend, a little bit of high velocity, gets me going every single morning out here. It's what I fill my thermos up with on those nice cold mornings in the blind. Check them out, dirtyduckcoffee.com. They've also got Instagram. They make fantastic premium roast coffee, and they've actually got a little contest going on right now so uh check out their instagram for details on it but yeah you go to their website you can order coffee ship straight to your door and it's delicious um i really 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 enjoy the missouri boat ride blend and i had sons up guns up one another one of their roasts at game fair and it was delicious also so you cannot go wrong no matter what you get from dirty duck coffee and we're brought to you by double t british kennels folks if you need a started dog you need a puppy you need your dog trained you need to call it Double T British Kennels. We had a British lab work here one time. Rhea, my dad brought it here in 1987, 88. As good a dog as I've ever been when it comes to be the disposition that they use, the looks, the drive, the smarts. You need to check out Corey and them at Double T British Kennels. Good looking dogs. Uh, they've got a stud, stud dog there. So um, check them out if you're needing a, a dog for this coming waterfowl season. They have dogs of every age and every level of training and uh, different ages. So you want a puppy, they got it. You want to start a dog, they got it definitely. So Double T British Kennels. Last but not least, we are brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. For 85 years, they have been putting ducks back into the sky for waterfowlers. Uh, 80 cents out of every dollar goes back into wetlands and uh, wetland conservation and ducks. So they put uh, they put their money where their mouth is, and you don't have to worry about your dollars not going to uh, what you think they are. They're a great organization at Ducks Unlimited, and we are proud to be associated with them. I hope that you would uh, become a Ducks Unlimited member or go to one of the uh, shows that they have coming up. Spend a little bit of money with them. It puts more ducks back in the sky for us. If you go to the duck factories anywhere in the United States and Canada, and you see where the ducks are making ducks, making whoopee and sending little baby ducks down the way. Everywhere you go, there'll be a DU head sticker everywhere you go. And when you see that duck head, you know exactly what it is. It'll be a DU facility, uh, conservation area, duck factory, whatever you want to call it. That's Ducks Unlimited. Check them out at, is it DucksUnlimited.org? Uh, I think it's Ducks.org. Ducks.org. Type in Ducks Unlimited into your search engine and they'll come up. I promise. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast, we are joined by Nathan and Steven from the brand new Hunt Proof app. Boys and girls, this is revolutionary. This is going to make you a better waterfowl hunter. Uh, the Hunt Proof app, you can upload your hunts. You can put results in there. You can put pictures from that morning, um, weather conditions, a lot of cool stuff in this Hunt Proof app. And I, everybody needs it. There's a free version. There's a paid version. It's fantastic. The things that they've thought of in this, uh, it's great. So you need to go check out the Hunt Proof app. It's available wherever you download your app. So if you're an iPhone user, go to the App Store. Go to the Google Store if you're one of those weird Android users. But 
this is uh, this is a real deal, and we're excited to uh, to talk to these guys, and we hope that you would go check out the Hunt Proof app. Here we are, uh, Nathan and Steven, the Hunt Proof app. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Hunt Proof, the app that you all need to have. I am Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. And Andy, I got a question for you. Yeah. They had a book called Where's Waldo? Where in the hell is fall in September anymore? I don't know, but you got a funny-looking hat that looks like Where's Waldo. So You know what? This is a good luck hat. Nobody can see me anyway. The good luck hat. You see it's got the Irish deal on there? Yeah. It ain't because I'm a Notre Dame fan. I do like Notre Dame, though. Ask, how, how did that work out during the potato famine, Jeff? Like, come on. Never had, I never had to worry about that. Oversized people don't worry about famine. Okay, and hold on. We've also got a promo code because we're doing this early in the morning. Dirty Duck, we also have now a promo code. 15% off. Use the promo code uh, Big Honker. All one word. Save you 15% over at Dirty Duck Coffee. Drinking some Missouri Boat Ride this morning. Yeah, that's right. Love it. Okay. Okay, guys. From Illinois. Nathan and Steven with Hunt Proof Hunt Nap. How are you guys doing? Good. Happy to be here. Doing good. Happy to be here as well. Steven's got his old hat kicked back the way I do backwards. That's he is. What, that's when you yeah. know you are comfortable with yourself when you flip the old hat backwards. <laughs> Casual Tuesday. It Tuesday. is. It is. Yeah. So you can't do that in Texas because a lot of guys will frown on you. I have old men come in to talk to me all the time and they say, that is disrespectful to have your hat on backwards. I've never understood why that, how that's disrespectful, though. They're just curmudgeons. Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, I talk all the time. Or or I've got this one old guy in town who go, uh, why are you wearing sunglasses? If you just turn your hat around backwards, you wouldn't need your sunglasses. Okay. <laughs> Can't argue with him, so pretty good. But I wear sunglasses even when my hat's facing right. So <laughs> That's what I was trying to get at with him. It's just he's just an old grouchy fart. So, gentlemen, I used the Hunt Proof app this year, or this, this weekend, and I've been using the Hunt Proof app. Tell us about the app and what y'all designed it to do. Um, so I came up with the idea, um, it popped in my head back in like, I want to say it was 2013, 2014. Um, I was working in a factory on a third shift, so I wasn't able to scout. I'd get off work and try to go hunting and I go hunting late and I wasn't able to scout. And I was like trying to figure out how can I, use like all this knowledge that I've learned over years. Like if I hunt the state, same state park or WMA, how am I able to use that? You know, you forget more than you retain. So I wanted to see if I could just keep them journals. Like I've always done a little journal, a little write on wet paper and it just didn't work. Cause now I got a notebook of all these hunts for two seasons, three seasons. And what do you do with it? You, you, you put it in a fold, you know, put it in a file cabinet and it sits. So, I started thinking, well, what if you turn it into like a database where it was searchable? And about that time, I think, is when DU launched their journal app, and it just left a lot to be desired for me. So 
I sat on the idea for a while and then realized I talked to a guy and he's like, oh, it's going to be expensive. And I'm like, well, I can't afford it. So I let it go for like 10 years. And then last couple, about two or three years ago, it's about two years now we've been working on it. And I uh, paid a bunch of debt off and decided I was going to go after it. So then I messaged Steve and me and him went to school together. And I knew he had something to do with graphics or computers or whatever. Messaged him. I was like, hey, you know how to make apps? He's like, no, but I know some guys. And so we went after it. Isn't that fun? That's always funny to me. Like, if 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 anybody knows anything about computers, they're like, I know a guy. Yeah, <laughs> he knows he knows how to work uh, Microsoft Word. I bet he can help me yeah. build an app. Computers and graphics. <laughs> yeah, computers and graphics. Now building a, building an app is very hard. Yeah, from what I understand. Yeah, two year endeavor. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it's been a long two years. We hard launched in June, but in between there, there was multiple times like, oh, I think we're ready. Think we're good, and then we weren't. <laughs> so, like Jeff, I don't know if you remember. You know, I sent you, I messaged you about it. Like, you know, you were like a beta. Like, I sent you like in October of last year, or maybe November. I don't remember when it was, and like that was literally the only functionality we had was make a hunt, and you couldn't really just there wasn't all the fluff. You know, the other offers that we have in there. You know, the the extra little things and um since then i mean i think we've done i think i lo- last i looked we had 70 different uh versions so it's taken 70 wow. tries to get where we're at now with the developers and you know figuring out what we want well what is it they say like i, I didn't figure you know i didn't figure out the one way i figured out like seventy thousand yes. ways how to not make a light bulb yeah absolutely <laughs> and that's basically what it is like i mean we're we we're going to put stuff on there and people are like, yeah, that's stupid. I'm like, all right, well then if nobody likes it, we'll get rid of it and find something else. Because let's talk about a a little bit about the fluff. So this is an app. You can, you can look at, uh, you can look at weather conditions. Um, it, it, it works as a journal. So Jeff, we had a teal hunt this weekend. Jeff wrote a little blurb about the hunt. And then he also attached the picture to his hunt. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the fluff because I think that's what's going to drive people to the hunt proof app. What all can so, we do on this thing? All right. So when you, when you talk about Jeff making his hunt, so the, the basic idea is it's a hunting journal. Okay. And it's a journal that's searchable. So by the, by, entering these hunts in here in the way that you enter them, all those metrics. So there's like, actually there there's 22 now because we added the style or the, uh, the crop option in there. So what food source are you hunting? And again, that could change as people like something that I didn't think about or, you know, a better description. We can always change that. But so I think there's 22 different variations of data that you can put in there from like seasonality and all that stuff. When you put that in there, you can search by any of those as well. So you can go in there and search that data based off just your weather. You can search it by weather and uh, location. So like if you want to search by your weather and just a certain WMA, you could search it by that. And it's going to give you all the results that you've ever hunted with those parameters. So you can start really niche down and like, oh, I only got three hunts and look at those hunts. Well, they were all duds. Okay, well, now let's broaden my search out and add two WMAs, three WMAs, wherever you hunt. Like, so for you guys, if if you you could possibly find out that 
every time there's a north wind and it's below freezing, birds go this direction. And you can start tracking that stuff because you guys are going to have tons of data at your club. So if you guys have, you know, five guides running, you know, every day, I mean, that's going to be killer data. Like you're going to have thousands of hunt really hunts really fast. That's going to be cool. So, so you can, you can type in, so let's say you've got your favorite, like North wind hits. And like, you're saying, I'm sitting my ass here. Anytime there's a North wind cloudy day, I'm going to hunt migrators right here. And you mm-hmm. can search North wind, um, fartsville or whatever, wherever you're hunting, whatever the field yep. name is, or, or like you said, WMA, mm-hmm. and you can see all of your statistics from the days that you've logged on a North wind on fartsville, and you can see whether or not you're doing well, or if you're like, you know what, I'm, I made some of the results up in my own mind. I'm not, I don't do that well at Fartsville on a North Wind. Yeah, so like right now, I can search mine, and one of the places we hunt is uh, Pyramid State Park. And I can search right now, North Wind Pyramid State Park, it's going to kick me back every bit of 25 hunts. And then I can go through each one of those hunts. Now, you can't, you'll have to click on each one to open up the criteria. Right. But I can go through those hunts and pick... Uh, and so if I want to even if I want to even niche down even farther than that, I can say Pyramid Park, North Wind, four ducks or more. And oh, then wow. it's going to kick back everything that's four ducks or more. And I can search that and say, OK, what location where are we at? And if I got 10 hunts that come back and five more at the same spot, eh, that might be where I need to go. Right. You this, know, that's the idea. This is so cool because there's uh, I'm pretty analytical about things and mm-hmm. like you just like fed a monster or something that's just like like because I mean you can cut out all the bullshit you can be like okay exactly. I, I've made this up in my mind about how good this place is on a north wind or a south wind or whatever yeah. you know I had I I pulled one rabbit out of the hat and that's that's what I that's why I keep going back to this place absolutely and it's like no the results say you're way better off over here in in idiot flats because that's where the birds go on uh, west wind or whatever yeah so it's funny you said that because i remember uh, a video uh scott trying put out a long time ago and he talked about decoy spreads and he was talking about you know all these guys go with the old reliable like the j-hook pattern or something like that and he goes you you run that pattern day in day out day in day out and sure that decoy pattern is going to work at the right weather condition. Mm-hmm. Well, that weather condition shows up what every 14 to 20 days during the season. So yeah, you might have had you might have beat them geese up three times out of the year using that pattern. So it's like, oh man, it works. <laughs> but y- you don't remember the 12 times in between it where it didn't. Right. And you just get hooked on that, you know, hey, we're gonna, you know, ducks here, geese here, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, wait a minute, that that only works one out of seven times. Why do we keep doing it every time? You know, so this the, the idea here was let's put this data on paper let's make it searchable and see what we can learn because i mean i i know that like with the places we hunt when it gets cold and snowy these birds go this direction they tend to go this way deep water cuts stuff like that and you know not everybody you know some people don't get in the weeds like that you know like you said you're analytical i'm kind of the same way like i'm trying to Essentially, we're going to try to predict birds. You know, that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to find patterns and your bird patterns are not my bird patterns. Right. You know, we don't get cold anymore. We used to get cold. You know, if we was, you know, if we had below freezing temperatures for two weeks straight, you know, we could pattern birds pretty easy, but we don't get that lucky no more. 
And now, so when I was talking to you guys at uh, Squad Fest, you were saying, like you said, you're going to be able to predict your odds of having a good hunt based off, is that based off of the numbers that you're putting in or is that based off of barometric pressure, north wind? Um, how, how are we going to uh, make an accurate prediction for guys' hunts in different areas? So the, the hunt proof predictor that we have is an algorithm that we've created. Um, I did some research on some scientific studies from universities on what weather parameters um, cause uh, bird migration. So, you know, there's, there's a multitude of specific things like uh, clear skies, actually north winds and blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch. So all those parameters that control birds migrating we give them a value and then come up with an algorithm that's based off the weather so every day's weather is going to kick back a score so like i'm going to look at it right here it's showing today is a five it's that's considered what we consider a good so five and up is good i think over six or seven it, it says great but um what it's saying is you've met enough of these criteria now when when i say the predictor gives you a score worth telling you that the i'm going to say atmospheric conditions the weather conditions are prime for a migration or like say halfway prime so five is middle of 10 we're going to say it's halfway there that doesn't mean that your localized bird movement mm -hmm. is guaranteed you know so if you get a seven that might, I mean, that's basically going to say that, hey, there's a good chance of fronts coming through. There's a migration push, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think, I and mean, in two years we've been playing with it, I think I've seen a nine on it one time. Uh, we just updated it and changed them through a few things uh, to where um, I think over long term we're going to try to make this like a growing algorithm. So as we learn more data, we're going to try to find more scientific studies. I've been talking, going to talk to some universities and see if I can get more data. Like from, I've only, you know, I had a, a limited amount of studies. So if I can start finding more and more data, I'm like, I don't know what our limits are on this algorithm, what we can and can't do. So, yeah. <clears throat> and what he means by that guys is when you store all of that data within your phone for your unique hunts local to your phone, right? Yep. So say you have a uh, say you have a weird day where you just limit out and the conditions are like you wouldn't have thought. Right. You wouldn't have thought that you would have had this much success um, in my mind. As you kind of grow that database, everything will average down and you individually will affect that migration predictor. Now, right. For the for as far as the macro algorithm, it'll still be established and based around all of these studies and where we have these hard this hard data. But you'll be able to influence it with the data that you put in. Um, and then it will be affected to, uh, uniquely towards you based upon the site that you're at. So, so, so our so the results that we have will will um, affect that number eventually as they're as they're as we as we here in Knox City, Texas, put in so much data that number will start to tweak one way or another once it starts to figure out. Oh, they did well on this day or they did well on that day and that number will change specific to where you're hunting yes we haven't we haven't introduced that into the algorithm yet because we didn't have a large data sure set. so like when we tested it last year like i tested and it seemed it like everything looked good to me but once we have all of that data set in to me now i can't see your data right, right? i have no idea what you're doing 
Um, but once we have, once we build that out, we're going to start split testing it on our end and say, okay, how accurate is this? Is this too wild or do we need to sit to this specific, you know, these studies that have already established this? I'm, I'm, I'm blown away that something like this is here now. I, I, the kids that are young that are hunting, I say kids, the young guys, the, the, the flat build boys, 18 to 28, whatever they are. <laughs> Those kid, those those guys right there have got something in front of them. They don't even realize what they have because I would give anything to go back to when I first started waterfowl hunting with my dad. Even when I was seven, eight, nine years old, an eight year old can use this because I just went back and edited our first hunt we did and added it. the The hunt we did this weekend with my grand with my with my grandkids, we hunted this weekend and I 25th. added a picture the twenty fifth. Well, the the first, me and Andy hunted the seventeenth. I went with him on a guided hunt. And we and I hunted then with him the first time that I've hunted in a long time, and we we went out and I just added that to my deal. So when you look at when you pull up my page on Hunt Proof now, it's got both pictures and both hunts. And I went back and added that that myself, and I am completely a dinosaur when it comes to apps. So if I can do it, an eight year old kid can do it. But I can't imagine my whole life of my hunting would be on an app that I could go back and look at things. Right. Not and I'm not worried about the historical weather and stuff because I enjoy scouting anyways, and I. And no offense, but I'm not going to trust my phone to tell me where I need to hunt on a certain no, day. No, 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 no. That's not my Absolutely. deal. But for the guy that doesn't have the luxury of scouting yes. like we do, they can look at an app and be like, tomorrow might be a good day. Right. I, I hadn't been out yeah. in a week to see my spots, but I've got a better so than good shot at doing that, it. That part I understand. But the part of being able to go back and look at your hunts 10 years from now and 15 years from now and the little notes that you can write yourself about that hunt, to me that means more than anything in the world. It's the best hunting journal you can possibly have. And when yep. you when you get older, you will appreciate the little side notes that you write yourself to look yes. back on. So I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, my buddy might get mad about it. But so we, we're, we're hunting some we, – we boat in on a big strip cut and the sides on these strip cuts are 60, 70 feet deep. So you, you got to walk up a massive hill and we're carrying our dive bombs up on a hill and we're shooting specks out of a, a field and hunting off the edge of the field. Well, uh, one of my buddies decides, you know, he's trying to carry as much as he can and he throws the dive bomb bags over one over each shoulder. So it's literally wrapped around both sides of his neck and <laughs> cutting off blood flow, I guess, to the head and basically put himself in a choke you know so like halfway up the hill he's like dude i think i'm going out you know and and uh stuff like that where you know we're all dying laughing because he dang near you know put himself on the ground you know stuff like that or you know whenever whoever falls in the water wading around or you know what are all the fun funny stuff that happens when you're hunting you can keep track of all that you know just put it in your notes you know um even so like we just added one of the new things we updated was adding your dog and you can keep track of the trees of your dog. If you're big into the dog training, I just got a puppy last year. Um, some people are just eat that up. So it's like, what, what, what is your jam? Like, you know, so I, I got a buddy that runs dogs and he don't even need to shoot. He wants to run the dogs so he can track his dog's retrieves and stuff like that. You can put notes in those notes. You can put issues. Hey, the dog broke or Hey, the dog took, you know, didn't take a cast. All that information is there. You just got to come back, open the app up, play with it. You know, that's the off-season stuff where you can, you and your buddies are sitting drinking beer. Hey, let's talk about, remember that one hunt and sit there and and you can look at the pictures and, and you can even, so like Jeff, if you go to that hunt, one of those hunts, you can share the photo from that hunt directly to your social media. 
Oh wow! So I didn't know that. If you if you look at one of those hunts, you'll see that little uh, arrow like looking thing next to the trash can. And if you click on that, it'll say share to a friend, share to social media. So if you click that and go to social, it'll pop up your options for Facebook or Instagram. And when you share that to Facebook or Instagram, it's going to have our logo on the picture and it's going to have three parameters of the weather. It'll have your wind, I think, wind speed, uh, temperature and direction and cloud cover. So just something else that's like you can open the app make your hunt, put your pictures in there and share your pile pick if you want to, you know, all from inside the app. This is also, I mean, this is, this is something that young guys, this could be like a resume almost. I mean, if they started logging hunts on this hunt proof app, like they could share that with potential employers one day. Yeah, that's, that's very true. I like the, the thought that if my guides all have this, and I'm going to make them do that, we're going to, I'm going to have them send that to me. And that yes. way, when I have a customer call, and I'm pretty good at keeping up with stuff, right? pretty good. And if you tell me, especially if you tell me where you hunted, I can remember hunts from 15 years ago, a lot of them. But on mm-hmm. this deal right here, when Joe Joe calls me, and I'm curious to see how he did last year, because a lot of times a guy will call me and says, I hunted on certain, certain day, and, I, and I'll have to say, what group were you with? Well, I can look up the guides that day and see what it is and see everything they've done. So you can search any user that's on here? How's that? Uh, how's that work? If you, you mean, sh- yeah, if you so, share it, so I can't see your stuff, right? Unless we're unless we're associated on the app, so you can add them as like a buddy. Okay, cool. And then you can share individual hunts. So there there may be some instance, and that's the number one question we get, like when people come up to us or Instagram and say, "Hey, yeah. so everybody's going to be see where I'm hunting?" Because people are real private, right? right, right or right. like, you guys can see where I'm hunting, and like, no, our our trucks aren't going to be your spot tomorrow, right. you know, and so. Uh, and uh, but from that standpoint, so say say you have your guides and they just have to add you and then send the hunts over to you. Um, we are working on an outfitter feature where at the end of the year or e- at, uh, every 24 hours or every month or every week, if you want to check on your guides, you'll have kind of a master admin account and then you can see the total numbers across the board. It'll graph it out for you. That's something that we're working on right now. Right now, you'll be ex- be able to export that data via print or a PDF or an Excel sheet in, in whatever format that you want. And then that way, on a year-to-year to, year to basis, you can see, hey, this performed, this performed, this performed. You don't have to jump in the app even. It'll be on that hard uh, hard paper right in front of you. Well, shit, Jeff, I might be the low man on the totem pole. Well, the end of the I can year. keep up with that shit. <laughs> I, might, I might get fired now just because Jeff can see the results that I'm not putting up. But that's I, <laughs> I, I like the idea of being able to look back. And I tell you, another thing I like to look back is the history on the weather because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like to – I always kind of keep up with that myself, but I want to see on the weather how it makes a difference. And historically, we're going to have the same fronts about the same time every year. I really believe we're pretty close to it. And because, guys, that's the question I get all the time. When's the best time to be there? Well, the days we shoot limits. What's the worst times to be there? The days we don't shoot limits. I mean, shit, I don't. I mean, there's no way to tell you because I've seen us have great hunts the last day of season. I've seen us have great hunts the first day of season. And everything in between is in between. You never know. But I can say, well, the last three years on December 6th, we've gotten cold again, and the hunting's really picked up. So that week right there ought to be really good if it does what historically what it does. And I really like that deal. I think you guys are on to a real good thing. My question is, how long until y'all cash out and y'all aren't doing this? Because <laughs> Uber, all the big, every app that started out as something, those guys cashed in because what they did was your app is more important to a big company doing something else with it, the technology y'all have. Is that y'all, do you see that down the road for y'all? 
Uh, I think me and Steven talked originally, like we kind of expect that. Um, it, it, it all depends. Like honestly, right now, I really like the idea of just running it for long term. Um, it, I, I like to play, uh, one, like I consider it called the infinite game, you know, like, um, if, if the app makes enough money to justify me getting to quit my full-time job and I've told all my buddies that we were at our event this weekend in Illinois here, I said, if we make enough money to pay for what we've done or what I've done and then, uh, quit my job and, and get to come hunt with you guys maybe and, and partner with some, you know, we've talked to boss and we've talked to die bomb, you know, like, make a bunch of friends in the industry and get some good hunts per season and stuff. Cause let's face it, you know, Southern Illinois hunting is crap. So, um, I think it's a win. Now someone starts coming across and offering me millions. It's going to be hard to say no, <laughs> but, but at the same time, uh, it, it just all depends. I, like, I agree, Jeff, that's probably the, the big play. Um, but I mean, uh, waking up, I, I just posted my Facebook the other day, uh, just waking up and being happy every morning versus, you know, writing big checks is not everything. And it's a, it's a fun ride. Like I just, we were at the booth and I talked to a, a dude for like 45 minutes about squirrel hunting. Like when am <laughs> I, you know, I don't, that's not something I do every, you know, every day. And so it's in like meeting you guys, meeting people at these shows, people reaching out to us on Instagram. It's like a, there's like an excitement there that we're, that we're on, uh, you know, hopefully a launch pad. And it's just a, like, it's been a lot of fun so far. So in my mind, you know, inevitably if someone comes along, but I see this as a, as a long play, um, you know, how can we be a resource within the field? You know, where do we fit? Um, you know, how can we, you know, again, like when we, when Nathan first asked me like, Hey, so I did a lot of the user interface and uh, some, a lot of the front end stuff. And uh, my initial thought was, Oh yeah, maybe people will take me hunting. Right. right. And then now I'm seeing, <laughs> that's literally what I thought, maybe I'll get a free hat or something. <laughs> and uh, and then like you know kind of seeing this and then seeing the reaction to it, like especially a squad fest that like blows my mind. Like oh yeah. man, I think we I think we got something. So and, the sorry I didn't mean that. no squad, squad fest was funny because like we're still like do people even want this right? Yeah. So you go to squad fest and you had all these waterfowl dudes and it's just you know just waterfowl. And as people walking up, we're like, hey, this is what we got. And everybody's like, so you can search it? And I'm like, yeah, that's the point. And they're like, oh, damn, that's cool. Like, that's that's cool. Nothing else does that. And we're getting this overwhelming, like, oh, crap, that's that's legit. That's legit. Like, everybody likes it. Literally, out of I don't, two or three hundred people that downloaded that weekend, we had one guy that walked up and he's like, well, you guys got too much damn time on your hands. I just what? like to shoot ducks and walked off. Like that is the only dude, like one guy, you know, what, what does that and even mean? You've got too much time on your hands. You, it takes I'm five like, minutes. You're going to make an answer. You're going to make a shitty Instagram post about the seven, you know, seven ducks you yeah. killed that day anyway. <laughs> yeah. And how dog Fido, yeah. you know, picked yeah. up three. That same so, guy goes to every booth though. Yeah. He just, yeah. he critiques. He's yeah, a he critique. Was a he, he probably just sits there and shoots ducks 24 7, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. That's all he does. Guarantee. Oh, and only greenheads, too. That's, that's all the, he's yes. shooting. He's not even, <laughs> you right. know, he's got widgeons and stuff landing in his spread. He's not, he's like, ah, fuck it. I'm only going to shoot my five mallards. I'm not even going to worry about that extra duck. I only shoot greenheads, bub. I, hate I, don't have, I don't have that much. I got, I, I, they got too much time on their hands. That guy's old, old, too, because he's been coming to my booth for 30 years, no matter where I was at a hunting <laughs> yeah. show. Everywhere I go, he <laughs> Everywhere shows up. Everywhere he goes, that guy's there. Usually it's the guy that's by himself that has a golden retriever, too. And wants to bring yeah. his dog on a hunt every time. He was by himself. He was yeah, walking around by himself. Yeah. Every time sure. it's that way. And then gets mad when you tell him you can't bring a dog unless you got a private party. 
Mm. He, he had his dog in his pickup truck because it was too hot for the dog at uh, Squad Fest. That's what I, I felt bad for the dogs because they were on that hot tar, on that hot asphalt. Whoo, mm-hmm. boy, it was too yeah, hot we at were, Squad we Fest. We were sitting right next to the Retriever Kennel. Uh, what, I'm not sure what kennel it was, but that guy was sitting there, and I said, hey. I said, you see all these dogs walking on this asphalt? I said, that can't be. He's like, that is insane. He was absolutely just, I mean, there was all them people walking. I'm like, I did see one dude pick his dog up and carry him off. I'm <laughs> I like, saw that too. No shots. Yes. <laughs> their pads are like, they're, they're leaving skin on the asphalt as they're walking yes. by. Like, it, it was yeah. that hot. Yeah. yeah, I did. I saw the guy too. But, I mean, good for him. Like, go put the fucking dog absolutely. in the truck. It's too hot for this dog out here. So, when y'all went to Squad Fest... Squad Fest was a big, big, big hit. We've been to two hunting shows this year. We went to Squad Fest and we went to Game Fair, and both of them were extremely, extremely packed and both very, very good. <clears throat> did y'all do a real good job? Did you get a lot of interest? A lot of, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, interest. Interest, yeah. Did you get a lot of interest there from people? Because what you sell is really good, and I think that the fishing market also would be huge for y'all. So, it, yeah, it's funny you say that. We had no idea what to expect. Like, I, you know, it's my project. I came to Steve and I said, hey, what do you think? He likes it. My buddies, I, honestly, some of my hunting buddies were like, eh, you know, I think there's there's got to be something already out there like that. And I'm like, there's not. I've looked. So then as we go, we're all just like, cross your fingers and hope this goes. We get to Squad Fest, and once we really start getting some interaction, and every single person's like, damn. Well, then, like, we talked to – uh Brandon, a boss, and he's like, "Are you serious? Like that's that's cool, that's cool." And then when when he's he's like, "Dude, you need to go talk to Jeff," and 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 then you know you need to go talk to Lang Bell. I was like, "This is killer," and I'm like, I look at all my buddies and I'm like, "Hey, I think we really do got something. Like this isn't just you know farting in the wind here. I think it's legit." And uh, the more we talk to people that really are serious about shooting ducks, we all know there's guys that just want to go out and have a good time. They might go to the same duck blind every day that their grandpa owned. And, you know, this app is fun for them because they can keep track of some stuff. But at the same time, I really feel like this is made for, like Jeff said, the younger hunter or the guy that's really trying to be the best he can be at shooting ducks. I mean, any opportunity like the, the free version, you can put your hunts in there and you can search them and you can do that functionality that the app was made for. The The paid version for $30 a year, you can you track your dog, you can you can do a scout option. So we haven't even talked about that. So like if you're out scouting, Jeff, you can put scouts in there just like a hunt log and you can search them by the same weather parameters, same things. So anything that was hunt related, like decoys, we take that out. But like early season, mid season, late season, if there's a good hide or not, you can put all that stuff. So you you judge it by like low, medium, and high for like your duck or goose count when you scout. Hey, it was a good, you know, there's a few birds in this field or there's a crap load, you know, whatever. But you can still search that. Go back and search that by a weather parameter, north wind at seven mile an hour, and and it'll give you those answers. And that's on that's the paid version. So let's talk about that. Yes. So there's a free version. And like you said, yeah. you can still log all of your hunts. You can upload. Can you upload pictures on the free version? Yes. And then there's a paid version. You said it's thirty bucks a year. Yeah. So the free version on the uploads, I believe the photo upload is only three um, per hunt. Mm-hmm. So then, whenever you go to the the paid version, it's up to like I don't even know if it's limited. I think I thought I think it was fifteen, but I don't even know if that's even limited. To be honest, it's fifteen. 
Is it? Okay. 15 per hunt. I got, I, I got you. Per hunt. Yes. Oh, that's a lot of pictures. So if you take a, yeah. So if you take a bunch of pictures on a hunt, you know, pictures of all your guys, you know, the dog doing some work, this, that, and the other, put them all in there. And, you know, you can upload maybe just your one to the pile picked if you're doing your social thing. We don't really do a whole lot of social media posting other than, you know, obviously for the app now, but, uh, we, you know, you guys had conversations about that with young hunters and their pile picks and, and social media, like, you know, loose lip sync ships type stuff. So <laughs> it, it, it depends on how much you want to do that. But um, the free version, you really get the full functionality of the app. What we designed it for is there for free. There's some other stuff in there. Uh, you can log. If you do, uh, some states don't allow it, but like the, do you guys accept a digital copy of your license? Do you have to have a paper license in your hand or does it, can it be a digital download? You better touch this, Andy, because I don't, I don't think by law they have to accept digital in Texas. Um, I, well, I don't know because there's, uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife has an app of its, of its own that you can mm -hmm. load your license into. And mm -hmm. I believe, if they do that, I assume it's legal to show it that way. I've showed that to the game wardens before. So I get, I get checked once a year. Just, you <laughs> know, the game wardens make sure I've got what I need. And I just... I we we deal with the same game warden every day. I mean, and he's a friend of ours, and we deal with him. He knows we have our stuff. But, like, there's even been guys that didn't have it uploaded to the Texas Parks and Wildlife app. They just had the email receipt that they had. And they showed yeah. that to the game warden, and he was like, "Okay, you're good," because yeah. like they bought it the so, night before online, and you know, obviously, it hadn't shipped to them. So. But I, but I don't know if it's legal in Texas. I don't want someone to go out be fishing at Rockport, Texas, and get and show an email, and the guy says no in Texas. You have to have it. So don't use us in case no, we're, no. we're off on that. So but a lot what, of we, states we you do. A, yeah. So we have a disclaimer on there. That, so one of the options, even on the free version, is it's tags and licenses. You click on it. And you can upload any of your tags and licenses, you, you know, a PDF or a screenshot of your PDF or, uh, you know, save the photo or whatever, put it on there. It's just a photo upload, basically. Now, and when we say, you know, some states don't, you know, may or may not allow that, you right. know. Check your local but, regs. Yeah. So um, Illinois, I guess, is supposedly just going to start transitioning into that now. But I do know, like, I bought my uh, state or my federal stamp, you know, so when I bought my federal stamp online for 45 days, the receipt is legit. And then the, you know, the stamp comes in the mail. I, so I, like that. I, I'm thinking about this app has so many usages other than just hunting and fishing. I was thinking sure. about little Timmy playing little league baseball. You could put down everything <laughs> he does on there and keep mm -hmm. up with this stuff for the year. There's parents out there that do that. I mean, yep. there's so many uses for this app. I don't understand why anybody's not going to pay $30 a freaking year. That's $2.50 a month. I mean, yeah. that's pretty damn cheap when it comes to my – I mean, hell, that's a quarter of a tank of gas these days. Yeah, so the thing is, is when when I came up with this idea, I talked to Steven about it, We I had multiple dudes telling me, like, hey, I'm using it for deer hunting. And, like, some of the guys that I know locally, like, beta testing and stuff, they're like, well, I'm already using it. Like, last year they used it for deer hunting. And basically just put everything in the notes that was based on deer. And I'm like, well, you know, we're, I'm not a deer hunter. Never have, never will. I just don't enjoy it. Too boring for me. I'm with uh, you. That's, that's a shame. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I, I'm all about sitting and talking to my buddies and eating breakfast. You know, I got to move around a lot. <laughs> but but I can totally see, like, we've talked about that. You know, does it, does it make sense long term to, uh, you know, 
can you can you do a good job if you do all of these things you know because fishing would be fantastic too like i think there's a huge market for fishing now i know there's hundreds of fishing apps that kind of do something like this none of them are searchable so you know now that we're talking about it, somebody might beat me to the punch if you actually try <laughs> to go after it but you know I, i'm perfectly fine with making a waterfowlers app because no one else made any good ones and um if if we stay with this that's fine you know i'm not really it's how do you kind of how do you so if you've niched down and you're the only one in the market or one of you know whatever in the market you can really kind of scale off of that and so once we've scaled we may look at other things oh maybe deer i mean there's a lot of deer but maybe fishing maybe you know turkeys maybe you know et cetera et cetera et cetera but for right now i think we're solely on waterfowl for the foreseeable future Waterfowl hunters are unique individuals, though. They buy every – when you deer hunt, you need a blind, and you need a rifle or a bow, and you need a stand, and that's it. And it may be a feeder yeah. if you're in a te- place that has feeders in Texas. But that's about it. Waterfowl hunting is – it's unlimited on the shit people can come up with to buy. Every kind of motion decoy they can, every kind of decoy. Every guy's got 47 calls around his neck. He owns three, four different lanyards. He's got every kind of equipment in the world, so – you're in the best these that the waterfowl hunters are used to spending money and updating shit every time all the time. So 100%. You know, I don't know a deer hunter that goes out and buys a new stand every year. Not at all. No. No, but I know a ton of duck guys that buy new calls every year and every decoy that comes out that's new. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about it if uh, you know, we like dive bomb decoys. We're we're we switched most of our hunting on basically all of our geese are dive bombs now. And uh you think for for the money that you're going to spend on a, a dozen dive bombs, less than that, just buy the app, and and tell me that the app is not going to help you more than a dozen decoys. Yeah, you know, like I I would hard be hard pressed to see anybody say it doesn't benefit me enough to justify spending thirty bucks. That and that's the way I look at it. Like we've tried to provi- provide, and even the free version, like. I don't care if you don't want to pay for it, just run the free version. Totally cool with that. Um, we still want you to use it because it still does what we wanted to do. We wanted to be a journal that's searchable and you can do that with the free version. Yeah. And, and sure. give us feedback, right? You know, back to squad fest, like we, we were talking to the boss guys and they brought up crop data on the hunt logs. We did, we hadn't even thought of, we've been, we've had been in our cave for the past two years and we're like, <laughs> Oh, we should have done, you know, how do we not think of that? Right. And yeah. so any, anything like that, that's like, you guys are our target market. Obviously, we, me and Nathan are our target market. And so, like, anything that's utilitarian, anything that's usable, anything that could be a resource, like, we want to know about it. That way we can, like, even, like, there's guys on Instagram saying, hey, it'd be cool. Hey, it'd be cool if we did this. This would be awesome. And then we're doing it. And so, like, we want to know, like, is it helpful? Without the extent of, once you build it up so big, then it starts to become overwhelming. Like, do I really need to have all of this? You know, do I really need to, or do we keep, we want to keep it user friendly. Um, but like for, for where we're at, like, you know, I constantly want feedback so we can apply it to the app and actually make it better for people. I was looking up Texas. So I, I had uploaded my hunting license to Texas official app, but there's a spot where it says duck stamp. And I don't think that, so I think that would be the only hang up is that you have to present the physical the physical copy um 
you'd have to show the game worn. The physical federal duck stamp would be the only thing in Texas. But even if it's on your receipt that you bought it. Yeah, I mean that that would be the only thing that I would see a game warden having yeah. a problem with because I'm reading it right here. It says that this e federal duck stamp is valid until ten sixteen twenty two. Yeah. So I've got uh, basically from the time I purchased my license, I purchased it on September second. I have forty five days. That's what I had to. So that would be like the only thing. Have you gotten yours yet? Because I bought my license the sixteenth. Yes, I've got it. I haven't gotten mine yet. Well, Jeff, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I mean, I just didn't know how long you were going to get you, how long until you got yours. Um, but you know, going back to the app, going back to your guys's what your your product, um, it's just I, I think of it kind of like this podcast. Like when we started the podcast, it was going to be this, and then as you get going, you start seeing these different little avenues that you can go down, and it's like, oh well, let's mm-hmm. let's. Let's talk to somebody outside of the box and see where that takes us. And then it's like, well, let's talk to this guy and let's do this and then let's tweak it here. So, you know, what you start at and then what you are going to be two years from now, because, oh, yeah. I mean, you're the two of you can only take it so far. And then when you release it to the public, the public is like, you know what you need? You need this on here. And you're yes. like, fuck, why didn't we think yeah. of that? That's, that yeah. makes total sense. And then you add yep. that, and then that kind of snowballs. So, I mean, the good thing about well, y'all is y'all have the ability to add things on a whim. You can just add it and see how it works. And everybody yeah, so, that tells you it don't work, that's good news, because me and Andy got told we were fucking idiots the whole time we did this. So that's a good thing for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, like, the thing that we – so we added, like, the crop option. You know, you can list down the food source that you're hunting – and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I know what we got. Well, we don't we don't have peanuts around here, you know? Well, I know you guys do. So that is a whole nother thing of like, what did I miss? You know, I don't know what I didn't get. And and uh, I had a guy message me, man, I wish I could keep track of my doves. Yeah. You know, like, well, it's a waterfowl app, but I get that. Mm-hmm. So do we make something for that? Is there enough guys that are going to want to track that? I mean, I'm game if there's enough dudes that say, hey, I want that. Or for you guys, uh, cranes, you know, do you want to keep track of that, you know? I I don't know. Right. So it's, it's, it's just, you know, we built it as this, but you know, we want the feedback. So, cause we're willing to make it what everybody wants, because obviously it's made to make everybody a better hunter. So that was the ultimate goal. If we provide, I feel like if we provide enough usage and benefit to the hunter, they're going to want it. Yep. Now, let me ask you this. So like you said, you know, add dove or add crane, what is, I mean, is it, just an insane amount of cost and work to add like if somebody like for the feature of dove would it would it be just this giant pain in the ass on y'all's end to to put the feature of dove or crane on there um yes and no (laughs) so yeah we have it so we have a good structure so we've had we've done so much over like the past two years that we have that base code and it would just be tweaking but then we'd have to kind of develop it. Like, what does it look like? What metrics do people want? Um, and then kind of save, you know, uh, saving that. Ten- we could potentially, and I haven't thought of it. This is a good point uh, or a good question rather is potentially we could have a kind of a default baseline um, template that we can build upon um, later. So like say you want to track uh, Sandhill cranes, we can have a Sandhill crane template. Okay. What does that look like in the app? What type of metrics would an individual want to want to uh, track on that? Um, is it similar to other features? If so, can we carry over some of that code over into the new functionality? 
Um, so that's that's a great question. I actually haven't thought about that. Um, I, it's not we anytime like so the dog and the crop feature took us about two months. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know we haven't we were within that we tweaked a lot because we're like oh this could be better. This is let's remove this. Um, so a lot of it is kind of like mad scientist stuff um, that we're just going to like okay let's refine this to where it's usable, but we're not like ballooning it out where it's there's so much there that people are going to get bored or overwhelmed with it and so but yeah i mean it is any major release if we get started today if we were really crushing it we could do a month out um, but you're probably looking at two months for anything major like that yeah um i think i missed i was going to refill my dirty duck coffee what's the dog feature i think i missed that that section of the conversation so the dog feature basically is um, you're going to click on the dog menu, dogs on the menu and our dog hunts, and you're going to add a dog. You can put your dog in there. So I just put my dog in there. When you click on the dog, it's going to track his year to date. So you're going to have like right now I got four hunts in there, five retrieves for my dog this year. And it's going to log those hunts just like it was a hunt entry in the journal. So it's the same exact hunt entry. It's got all the same parameters, but you can view it through the dog section. Uh, like say if you need notes, like if the dog broke or, you know, any anything that you want to work on the dog or, or even a uh, hey, dog did really, really well, this, this and this. You know, you keep track of anything. That's, if the dog is your jam, you got that stuff in there. So what happens is, is once you add your dog into the dog log, your your, your dog, whenever you go down to enter your hunt, uh it's going to have the dog option is going to show up. You'll click the dog and your dog's name will be in there. So if you're running multiple dogs, you got three dogs, you just pick which dog you brought that day. And then whenever you put, pick a dog down at the bottom where you put your ducks and geese in, you'll put retrieves. So like, you you know, obviously the dog might not get every bird you killed. Sure. So if someone's wanting to keep track of actual retrieves, you know, shot 20 ducks, but he only retrieved seven of them or whatever. So you can keep track of that individually. Uh, one of the issues I've already found was I got buddies that run two dogs. Mm-hmm. So if you're running two dogs, we don't have an option for that yet. It's going to get fixed. So it might be mid-season before we get to roll that out, but somehow we have to integrate that option. And and trying to figure out how that works and, like Stephen said, make it a good user experience, um, being able to, to pick two dogs and keep the numbers separate that's where it gets tough. Like, okay, how do we make it to where a guy can really get into the weeds on his dog, his retriever, and his butt, not make it a shit show trying to, you know, put it into the app? Right. Yep. So you can you can you can log multiple dogs. So I'm trying to understand this. You just can't have two dogs on the same hunt. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So okay. Whenever whenever you go to make your hunt entry for the journal. If you have, like, say, I, if I had three dogs entered into the app, it's going to give me, you know, Max, my dog Max, Bobby, and Jake, okay? So I have to pick one. Okay. So I'm going to pick Max, and then at the bottom, I'm going to put seven retrieves. And that's going to track his retrieves all season long, mm-hmm. and it's going to count them up. So if I have another dog, you know, the next day I hunt, yeah, I can track that. But if I run two dogs at one day, th- we don't have option. an option for that. Right. That's so we, and I know it's something I want to put in there because I know too many guys that are running double dogs, you know, yeah. especially like guides, you know, you guys, you, you know, a snow goose hunt, something like that, where you just got to get them. I, I tell you one of the good <clears throat> things about this too, is the hunting rigs. 
Now, yeah. you can go right to the HuntProof app, and you can, you're can you sitting in the blind. You don't have to go mm-hmm. trying to search the Internet or shit, and you can push Texas. It goes to Texas. You hit it, and it comes up. It shows you the limits, the season yeah. dates, everything you need to know. Because I have been in North Dakota before, and we were hunting up there, and we needed to know something one time because – Sunday afternoon, you can't shoot something that's got orange feet or some shit. They had some stupid right. rule on something. <laughs> and we could pull it right up, and you can look it up and see what it is. And Because mm-hmm. they had some afternoons we couldn't hunt. Do you remember that? It was a, or, yeah. It was yeah. like you couldn't hunt on Monday afternoons or some, something. Something yeah. silly. It's yeah. like a day out of the week yeah, or something like that. And, and we didn't know that, and so we looked on our phone, and boy, the some bitch we're pheasant hunting, I guess, with decoys. <laughs> but but well, you can, you can do that, and people that hunt a lot of different states and travel that aren't with an outfitter, because your outfitter should know all that shit, anyways. But I'm going to give an off the record deal here. I have had many times a guide has buzzed me on my phone. We can only shoot one pintail, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, because things sure. like that change every year. Yeah. Like for a yes. while, we could shoot two pintails, and then we could only shoot one. So it's like. There were a couple years there. It's like, fuck, they bump it up or bump it down. Can we shoot any pintails? I don't know. And so I get calls like that. Well, you could look right at your app. All of my guides this year are going to have this app. I'm telling you right now, every one of them is going to use it, and we're going and they're going to make me a friend where I can use it. But I, I think it's a really good tool. I don't strongly endorse lots of things. I really don't. Every one of our sponsors, I use their stuff. I'm not just saying that because they're a sponsor. I highly recommend this. Just like I do Boss and just like I do Shin Gear and I do Dive Bomb and Lucky Duck and Pacific and Gun Dog well, and every, make Dirty you, Duck Coffee. You're gonna everything. be more efficient as a waterfowl yes. hunter. You can get you can if 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 you look at the numbers, you can you can see what days, you know, you might be better off changing it up. Like like you said, mm-hmm. like don't run the J hook spread on a southwest wind for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And the hunt the, yeah. you know, the numbers are gonna tell you that. So you can become a more you can become a guy that's an effective goose hunter or duck hunter or whatever, um, based off of just the results that you've put up for from the past years. Yeah. So so one of the things, Jeff, you kind of got on a topic there being in Nebraska. So like, you can change your location for that predictor. So that predictor that uses the algorithm, if you go in and right on the front main page, change your location. You know, Stuttgart, Arkansas. That's any if you gotta you gotta search the ad you know put the area code in there I mean a zip code in there and click that location with your finger on the GPS screen and it's gonna set that as your new home area save it when you back to your predictor page that's gonna give you the predictor score for that area so let's say you're interested in maybe going on a trip mm-hmm. like I want to come see you guys I can get the scores for you guys at your guys' area based off this i just put your guys's zip code in there right and now i can get your scores for the next 14 days so if if there's a situation where i'm going to freelance uh you know next thursday is a seven that's the day i'm you know i'm leaving on wednesday to head to nebraska or to texas or wherever i'm going i I use the weather on here a lot too i Mm -hmm. I look at it every day i look at i use this weather and and you know y'all's weather is probably more accurate than anybody else's it says hot as fuck every time i look at it <laughs> and it hadn't been wrong yet <laughs> how nervous were you guys like so you said from the from the time you came up with it to the you know the launch it was two years were mm-hmm. you just like somebody's gonna some two years like somebody's gonna figure this shit out before we ever get to launch it mm-hmm. so uh i have no i am not a tech person which is kind of crazy considering i'm trying to build an app <laughs> um 
I like so Steven is way more tech nap and he knows what's what's going on. I got another buddy that uh, all weekend we were doing an a, a outdoor event and he's audio visual, whatever. Like he knows that I don't I don't know that shit at all. I'm like, here you go. You know, so anyway, when I talked to Steven and we had it, so we had our first developer helping us uh, had issues with him not getting anything done. And, you know, it'd be like six months later and he's like, here's what we got. And I'm like, it was like two pages of like the home page and like one other other page. And there was nothing on it. I'm like, what is going on? Like I paid a bunch of money and I got nothing. And he's Steven's like, dude, these things are nothing 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 and then all of a sudden it's like oh i got a nap right you know it, it just all of a sudden you have something and it's not you know i'm a carpenter by trade so you get to see every little thing go as it goes and and this is like it's frustrating it was super frustrating for me still is because like you just asked hey i want to add crops in there mm-hmm. to me that seems like uh you know next week it should be done right, right. No. add a button how fucking hard is it come on yeah guys. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's pretty um, hard <laughs> type, type and you're done you know i'm like no that's that's not it, you know. <laughs> so I've, I've got a development background, and uh, obviously we work with a, a few developers, and uh, there's a guy out of West Virginia that quality controls our stuff uh, that, that is, I think he's from West Virginia, um, that kind of finds those bugs that we don't or that I don't. And uh, so from there, it's a lot of it is like it takes a long time to do things. Like what you see, there's so much stuff back behind that, mm-hmm. that, um, it's not just, it's like, so if you like quick changes, it's more like, it's not like, uh, you know, turning a, a jet boat around or a ski boat around. It's like, you know, one of those big tankers yeah. that's pulling stuff, you know? And so like when you, when, when you pivot and make things, a lot of these things you can make super quick, but up to this point, we've had so much front loading, the updates and changes will be significantly quicker because we have that infrastructure now. Um, so yeah, it's a, Nathan's patience will, will get a little, little break within in the next few months. Well, and it's not just that. It's like when you add a feature, like you got to make sure it doesn't take away from another feature. Like you got to make sure that what you just added didn't erase seven or eight things that you've already yes. done that have to be in the app. Yeah. And it, and it yeah. does happen. Like one of our uploads, about three uploads recently, it was, we added something and we're like, uh, all my hunts got deleted. <laughs> and he's like the you know developer's like okay let me look and then fixed it real quick but i was like oh shit like we're, <laughs> we're starting over you yeah because i i mean we've been we've been playing with it for a full two seasons now so i got a lot of hunts that i wouldn't want to lose yeah and it's funny because some of the hunts don't have all the features on them because we'd saved them previously but it was still the idea of you know some certain photos dropped out, you know, like we got the banner on the top. Well, the dog banner just disappeared one day, you know, and I'm like, uh, what do we do there? And he's like, Oh, no problem. You know, but, but at the same time, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. We iron all of those out. Like what Nathan's talking about is our beta testing. So with each version, we send it to a bunch of guys. I test it. We send it to an independent tester, Nathan tests it. And we try to break the app. And so what Nathan's talking about is we're breaking the app before it hits market so that a user can't break the app. So like in my mind, Nathan, I, I remember waking up. It was like 6 o'clock in the morning. Nathan's like, oh, my hunts are gone. I'm like, dude, they're still there. It's in the <laughs> database. <laughs> like it's it's like a flip of the switch. And so – but and, and like that we like, – and it's – as far as our testing goes, it's very intensive because ultimately like we want people to use it and we don't want people to be frustrated with it because the second somebody's frustrated with it they're going to say f this yeah i'm going to go you know use something else 
Well, I think it's good that, that Nathan's not a tech guy because, you know, he can, he can, him and Jeff are, you know, kind of on the same wavelength of if they can do it, anybody can do it. So like Nathan, you know, you think it's a bad thing that you're not this, this techie guy, but in reality, it's probably a good thing because I think most hunters are probably not just this tech savvy bunch of guys. Like we're knuckle draggers that, you know, can barely work Instagram half of the time. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you being able to work it flawlessly is a testament to how easy the app is to navigate. Yeah, if I can use something, like I can use the Sonic car app now. And yeah, I know that sounds absolutely... He's working his way up to Chick-fil-A. That's the, but but it's, <laughs> it's crazy, though, for someone that's an app person that thinks, well, fuck, that's pretty stupid. Anybody can do that. Well, let me tell you something. You're right, because I can do it. But my wife now will be going to Haskell, which is 17, 20 minutes from our house, and she'll be like, hey, go ahead and order on the Sonic app so boy, I can get it going down. And the other day I accidentally ordered the same order I had before when I ordered for like nine people, so I got $87 worth of shit when I was just needing a Route 44 drink. But I'm learning. <laughs> but it's a point that I can use that, and it's so much simpler. And if someone hard-headed like me can get, get into this – this app I like because of me having a journal. That's the main thing about this I like is the journal. Everybody's going to have something about your app that they like for that reason. Some of them mm -hmm. is going to use every tool that they have, and some people aren't. But it's easy to use, and I highly recommend to people that if you hunt, the older guys especially, you're going to appreciate being able to keep your pictures and stuff of your kids and grandkids and your memories that you make with your buddies and have it there other than it just being a memory on Facebook that comes up once a year. Well, and, you know... I can't, I can't tell you how many pictures I've got on just two or three iPhones ago. And it, had this app been there, all of those pictures would be stored uh, in, in, on, a, on an app. Or not all of them, but most of them. You know, I wouldn't have to go like, oh, shit, that's on two phones ago. I got to go open that up and take a look at it. So, you, And a lot of that is – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're go good. Ahead. No, a, no. a lot of that is kind of what like, – people like a story. Yeah. Right. They like those memories. Like um, last year I was hunting with my seven year old with my dad. We were working two pintails and I turn around and he's messing with the propane tank and it's part of the blind starting to get caught on fire. Uh -oh. Right. <laughs> and so, like, you're getting, and so, but it's like, but stuff like that. Now I'll always remember that, but I won't remember all of it. Right. And so having, uh, and, and a lot of that is kind of storing those experiences. There's been times that I haven't, we haven't killed anything. This is the funnest day. Mm -hmm. Right. And so a lot of it to me is just about the experience and the memories, like with specific, like with family buddies um, and like storing that somewhere. So where you can look back at years from now and say, hey, man, that was a really good day, you know. And so that's what we're kind of trying to get. It, it, I've got a I've got a crazy idea about um, at the end of every year you can order. No, we're not here yet, but um, we can order everything and we can have like a nice layout book that you can order. And so it's kind of like a bound book of your specific hunts. And then every year you can have one. And so, uh, I'm, that's something I'm actively exploring because like, that's what I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a data, uh, an analytical individual, but I don't go as much as what even somebody like Nathan does. But what I like to remember is like, man, that was a, that was, I, I killed like two wood ducks that day, but man, it was legit. Mm -hmm. Right. Like my, I had my youngest son with me. I had this, here are the pictures. Like that's the stuff that I really like, what really resonates with me. You remember what's, what counts the most. A lot of people yeah. forget about that. The things that the two wood ducks you're with your kids means more than shooting 37 birds with you and two buddies. And hundred percent. And, and you get, you get it. That's what's important. And that makes me feel really good because too yeah. many of us forget about that shit. I found an old journal that I have ducks Unlimited made a journal 
20 years ago, and I have one that y'all gave me for Christmas years ago. And I wrote down, you know, the first year I wrote down everything on it. Then you get busy. And I don't hunt that much, but I read back some of the notes, and it, it was the boys when they were little. And it talked about things. And it's funny, looking back now on just what I remember, I don't remember ever having a bad hunt back then. Well, guess what? We did have some bad hunts because I was reading in the books and I was thinking, (laughs) shit, we struggled on this field and that field. So even in the heyday back in the mid-2000s when we were killing 10,000 birds a year, we still had bad days. And that brings it to reality to you. And that's why why I like this journal. The future is really good on so many things that are so cool because there's a lot of things about the world today that I don't like. But this is one of the modern things that I think is really, really good, especially for preserving memories. Absolutely. And, and, and that's, yeah. that's, the, that's one of the good things about the digital age that we're in now. <clears throat> so let me ask you your, your background now. You're, a, you're a, a nerdy geek guy. Were you in the military or college that got you there? College. So we, uh, I do uh, search engine optimization for attorneys. Um, and I Boy, had that back. sounds I went fun. To- yeah. <laughs> and I went to uh, I went to school for design and development. So I've uh, worked at a lot of design agencies. I've been doing digital marketing for 15 years now. I've been in my current role uh, for uh, for the SEO role for about 10 years now. Um, and so I've had a lot of experiences where, um, you know, that are applicable to the app game. So while I, I know um, roughly how to, like, I can build a website. I can code it from scratch, no issue. Um, building an app is entirely different. So I'm dangerous at it. Um, and then I have the wherewithal to kind of direct it and run the project. Um, but we've got, a we've got a few other guys that have been helping us out as well. Um, but yeah, and then like equipping in my mind, if you, if you have a marketing background, there's a lot of things you can do. And I love hunting, right? Like it's, it's like, it's one of the number one things I like, I, I think about every single day. And so like being able to have an outlet to kind of to, to experience like talking to it, like I said, talking to a dude for 45 minutes about squirrel hunting and we're at freaking duck hunting app. You know what <laughs> I mean? And like it, I love an outlet like that because it's kind of like, man, this is this is what I'm passionate about. Like this is this is this is so applying kind of my skill set or my trade into into what we're doing for which is also kind of like a, it's my hobby. Um, it's been it's been really fun. What what for guys out there that that are outfitters or have a product and they want to advertise on y'all's banners, what how, who do they need to contact and you know do you want to talk about how much it costs or anything like that? Floor is yours. Yeah, um, so they can email me at Stephen S T E V E N at huntproof dot app. So instead of dot com, it's dot app. Um, in regards to the, we don't have a lot of real estate right now. Um, we've already got some people that we're partnering with, including you all, um, that we're featuring on the website or on the app. Um, we, we are actively working on a monetization package as far as advertisement. Once we develop, like we have a very, for four months in, we have a very strong user base right now. And then, so once that, uh, we're expecting as we get seasoned, we'll have a lot of data that we can actually tie that back into. Okay. You want to advertise here, it's X amount of dollars per season or per quarter. Um, but yeah, if you were interested um, in, you know, having a conversation, Stephen at huntproof.app and we can get something going. That's very cool. So um, we'll start wrapping up here because I know everybody's got to start going here. Where you can get this app is available across all. I mean, it's at the App Store for, for iPhone users, Android. I don't know what Android users use, but I mean, it's available everywhere. Yeah, Google Play, any uh, any place that you download apps on your phone, just give uh, give Hunt Proof a search, all one word, um, and then you'll be able to see us. 
So go download the app and then you can create an account. Everything's on the app and then you can, the paid version, there's an option for that. It's all, you just got to download the app and you can run with it from there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very, very exciting stuff. I am, I'm looking forward to using this. It's going to, uh, we're going to see who the weak link is, Jeff. We're going to see who the <laughs> weak link is here at Stanford Hunting Outfitters. So the good news is, is you've been on two good hunts. So like your bird per, your bird per day average probably isn't going to go down much. No, it's uh, you had, you big had two, dog can just stop right now for the year and I'm going to win. You banger teal hunts and I mean, you know. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do like a lot 20, more. You're like 25 birds a hunt. I'm planning on doing some hunting this year, a lot more of it. I'm go- Me and you are going to Canada and Zach next October, so just tell your wife now, I'm planning a trip for us. This is boys' trip. We're going. Not so. sure how that applies to this year. but Well, I'm just telling you right now, I've gotten I've gotten a new passion enthusiasm right. for shooting birds again. It's I've had a good two starts. Give me on one shitty hunt, I may change my mind real fast, but <laughs> <laughs> been pretty spoiled so far. Well, you fall in with those new waders one time, and you'll be done. <laughs> I have used my waders two times, and I have not been in the water yet with them, but they're comfortable oh. just to walk in. But I'm telling you right now, I'm glad I did them the other day because the bugs were horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and the mosquitoes. Whew, so I, I was glad to have them. Most co- have you got you some shin gears yet? No, I, I was actually going to talk to you about that. We need to get get a contact from somebody because we're going to have to try those out. I'm I'm tired of buying new waders every season, so. If, if you weigh over 187 pounds, and Nathan, I'm not trying to judge you, but I think you probably push over 187. <laughs> you damn sure want to. You damn sure want to have them. I'm telling you, they're fat boy comfortable. It's crazy. You, you know how you try to put your waders on it? It takes you 15 minutes, and your forehead's starting to sweat from putting oh, yeah. them on and taking yeah. them off. None of that shit. In and out. It, 45 seconds yeah. on and 45 seconds off. Yeah, my we had our outdoor event we went had this weekend, and and my other two buddies that we hunt to all together were none of us are under three bills. So Stephen shows up, you know whatever he's you know one eighty seven or whatever he is, and, the and uh, <laughs> yeah, he he looked odd that's for sure. It's not fair either because they're all comfortable and shit, and they're over there eating freaking Hostess donuts and drinking a, sh- <laughs> a a coke, and they don't sweat or nothing, and they're not huffing and puffing. And we all get there, and we're like fat kids at a gym. <sighs> but I'm telling you, the shin gears are the difference makers. They they really they really really are. It's the the comfort is what's amazing. Because I used to just yeah. think about I they're they're comfortable enough that I never thought I'd say this, but I would do a. Uh, I would do a, a hunt in the flooded timber in Arkansas. Something I've never done. <laughs> and since I've gotten fat, I never wanted to do that. But now no. that I've lost a little bit of weight and I have some comfortable waiters, uh, and I get invited every year to a couple places like that. So if you really, really got a hot greenhead hole in mid-January and you need an extra gun, I may drive up to shoot for a day. Look at Jeff. He's just he's just all about mooch, <laughs> mooching that free hunt in flooded timber. Now, yeah. now that he's a lot, you know. I didn't shame, say I wouldn't pay. Fat shaming people and. Uh, Did you hear wear, me say wear, free? Wearing these expensive waders, like you're all about just traveling the world. I'm not fat shaming. I'm oh, fucking you were fat. fat. You were fat shaming. No, I just said they're comfortable. Is you what I'm saying. Fat guys understand. There's not a fat person out there that does not know they're fat. I'm telling you right now. We all have mirrors in our house. We know. You know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> absolutely they, they they act like it's a big deal when you say what guy needs to lose some weight no shit you don't think he don't know that <laughs> yeah oh we're getting on that non-pc stuff i yeah. forgot about that <laughs> easier said than done right <laughs> yes yeah it's all easy well i just go do 100 setups every morning yeah i bet you would yeah yeah, yeah. that sounds like a lot go, of fun i go to the gym at least five six days a week every morning and yeah i'm still gonna go eat 
way too much food. So it just is what it is. That, yeah. yeah, but I mean, part of you, you know, that's why you go to the gym so that you can kind of sure. splurge here or there. Are like, you happy yeah. in life? Yeah. That's I mean, what counts right I, there. I wish I, I wish I could breathe a little better when I tie my shoes. <laughs> right. No, I mean, <laughs> I we, mean that's obviously I'm, uh would be a win, but at the same time, you know, it you is got, what it is. You have a good life. You like your life. You're happy. And that's what counts. I know but, a lot of in shape some bitches that are miserable. So, you know, I'd rather well, be out of shape and fun. It, yeah. I mean, you think about it whenever you go to a birthday party and, and I get to eat, you know, whatever I want. And, and somebody else is like, well, I, you know, I already ate. I drank a soda this morning, so I can't eat my cake. Well, that's that's your choice, and and I give you props for your uh, willpower. But yeah, I suck, so I'm gonna eat cake. You know? <laughs> I love it. Well, you need to come down and see us this year. You got an invitation. Come see us. We'd love to have you down here, y'all, both of you. Yeah, both of y'all, even the sure. geek. Je- Jeff, I got <laughs> my, my youngest son's a geek, so I I got a lot I can relate to with you. Yeah. It, it has been a pleasure talking to you guys. Uh, we're excited. We look forward to seeing what the future holds for y'all. Um, it, it, it's 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 revolutionary, and we're excited, and we're we're happy for you guys. And um, I'm I'm a little hesitant to see what my what my numbers are going to be at the end of the year, but it's going to be good. If y'all turn out hey. to be the next Mark Cuban, please don't forget us, little guys, because I did see the other day he started out with an eight thousand dollar investment and turned it into five billion. My one question, mm-hmm. and I and this this. Uh, might be a asshole thing for y'all to even think about, but is there a plan to put video on there? Like say you have a big rain out that, that, that you've got videoed and I know that it's hard to do and all that other stuff, but is this something that we see potentially down the road? Yeah. So initially my, my original, like, okay, so not to go back into it, but this is how I created this app. This is my notebook, and this is like the subscription page. <laughs> I draw it. it on paper, I give it to Steven, and then he makes it, you know, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> I literally have wrote down in my notes that photos and videos. Okay. Yeah. So whenever you upload, like I got a shot cam. Mm-hmm. So I want to put those videos into those hunts. You know, I can go back and put that in there. Um, I I want that in there. Now, I honestly, I don't think it will take it right now, but – that's another thing that we're going to have to sure. oh, it, know, work. Yeah, into. yeah, we're good. It can like it we does. can just turn that on and allocate more server space. So, yeah, I mean, and, and that's something we've talked about as well as adding videos, adding resource videos. So my thing is, how do we keep some cat in Missouri on the app in July? Right. You know, and so how do we how do we provide as much value as humanly possible, whether that's videos attached to your um videos attached to your actual hunt log itself or um, calling tips? from some cat in the industry that's really good. Right. You know, where do we, where do we play? You know, where does that, at the end of the day, we want to be as much value um, to that user um, as humanly possible. And so, yeah, 100% is expanding into videos uh, that, that's on the horizon. Well, yeah, we, we, sorry, we talked, we've talked about like on the menu being able to put like, like we would like to do some kind of um, uh, like affiliates type thing. You know, obviously we got our banners and stuff, but People that we do business with, you know, companies that we use, we use Lucky Ducks. We we want to, you know, even if it's an email blast every month, tips and tricks, combination, you know. So we want to provide as much value as we can for anybody that purchases this app. You, you're only maybe using it for six months out of the year, but we feel like in the off season, we want to provide value. So if it's uh, Alex Langbell giving a video about – taking care of your dog in the off season. It's so hot. How do you train when it's heat, you know, using his water, that stuff is invaluable 
and we think that we're a good platform to get that out to people. We actually want to be able to do like a off. Um, currently, the app doesn't run in a background, mm-hmm. so we can't do like a push notification yet. So, but we would like to be able to notify you, hey, your migrator is showing a seven or an eight. You better go hunting next Thursday and Friday or Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. We, we want to provide all these opportunities and you know it just takes time you know and you if you wait till everything's perfect you'll never get it out so we just had to finally say get it going and let's see what happens yeah get it going and we'll build from here um for sure it, it has been a pleasure talking to you too uh and listen if, if you guys ever need anything don't hesitate to reach out it, it's going to be a it's going to be a fun ride for you guys so um, i appreciate it. we yeah. uh we look forward to using your app all season long hey um, uh, hey I was going to say, hey, Jeff, we uh, just say, remember that we we do have some shirts and hats, I believe, coming your way for that hunt. Well, I appreciate the Gold Star hunts this weekend. I yep, look forward yes. to it. Thank you so much for that. It's going to be a very, uh, really good time down here. Very emotional, but a really good time. And, man, the, the sponsors have really, really reached out, and they've done so much, and we do appreciate it very much. Thank you guys again. Uh, like I said, you got an open invitation. We'd love to see you this winter. If not, we will see you at Squad Fest next year. And uh, y'all need to go to Game Fair also. That's yeah, fine. Y'all kill we, it there. We'll see y'all there then too. Yeah, we were not prepared because when you guys were like, you going to game fair? I'm like, when is it? And you're like, I don't know, two weeks. I'm like, uh, crap. That's, <laughs> I got four kids, so I don't think the wife was going to jump on that idea. Yeah. Well, God bless you alone there for having four children. You wow. can't just pick up on a whim and go anywhere. with. No, no, no. One of them is foster. So, well, the th- first three were adopted through foster, and then one is still in foster. So we're not allowed to leave the state without mm-hmm. getting approvals and all that stuff. So. As- well, I appreciate you what you do, and God bless you for that. Send me some cold weather down here, okay? They don't we'll even do. get it, Jeff. They're not. They're not going to send any of it. They don't even get it anymore. <laughs> I got to get it first. <laughs> I'll get. I'll send you the leftovers. Well, we'll take some leftovers. Y'all have a good day. Thank y'all so much. Yep. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hunt Proof app. Check them out. Download it. Uh, make me and Andy friends on it. I don't know how that all works, but I don't either. Anyways. One of them can tell us about it. Yes, but get on Hunt Proof. Uh, highly recommend it. It's a really cool, I call it a gadget on your phone to use, and you will use it a lot. And like I said, I do use it. I check it every day. I check the weather. Thank you all for listening to us. Uh, God bless you all. Have a great week. You got anything else? No. Go use that discount code from Dirty Duck Coffee. Save yourself 15% at checkout, and it is, let me double check, pretty sure it's Big Honker. Yeah, Big Honker. All one word, 15% off at Dirty Duck Coffee. Also, we got promo codes at Pacific. Uh, BHP25 will save you 25%. And I think that's all the promo codes. You're in four fantasy football leagues. Are you winning any of them? No. Are I you am, in the last I place in every one of them? Shitting the bed. <laughs> no, the ESPN leagues I'm actually doing okay in, but the CBS leagues are awful. My run, the run your pool league is trash. I'm out of the survivor pool, which I think everybody is at this no, point. No, there's five people left. We need to start round two on that. Every year, though, we started round two last year, too. <clears throat> because, and this made me feel good because the Chargers lost also. Yeah, it made me feel good, too, because I switched my I pick. I switched mine when I thought Herbert wasn't going to play. Jacksonville might be the real deal this year. I tell you who's the real deal, and we laughed at him. The Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami, Jacksonville, and the Philadelphia Eagles are the best three. And Buffalo are the best four teams in football right they're now. No, I'm not uh, saying that Jacksonville's one of the top four teams because they're probably not, but they've got they've done a really good job. What do you think happened? The media is going after the, the concussion protocol because Tua collapsed. He says he has back injury. He said he had, he had a back. back spasm when he was taking a step, and that's why he fell. 
but well, the but the but the concussion people are saying no, he should have been taken off the field and evaluated for a concussion. He wasn't, and he passed the test on the sidelines. But side they're lines. saying that it needs to be more rigorous oh, that, or something. I don't know if he's okay with it and the team's okay with it, and he's in a clear mind now. Then then what the hell? He says he had a back spasm. The Brett Favre deal is wearing me out. Why? I'm telling you right now. Because I still we can talk about this on a later. We'll podcast. do this a different you gotta, podcast. You got to go judge people. I got an hour still, but that's good. I'm ready to get here anyways. Thank oh, y'all. Right. God bless y'all, and have a great day. Check out all of our wonderful sponsors. Go to the App Store right now and get the Hunt Proof app. It, uh, it, it's it's revolutionary. Dirty Duck Coffee, Double T British Kennels, Ducks Unlimited, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Bang Toe Whiskey, Alpha Outdoor Specialties. Uh, the Looking Glass Podcast, Lucky Duck, Shin Gear Waiters, Gun Dog Outdoors, Pacific Calls, Dive Bomb Ministries, and the one and only Boss Shot Show.